Oh yeah. Welcome back to Normal World. It's Tuesday, start of the week of the Normal World Week. And uh, we got some other stuff to talk about. You know, the, the NFL had their big uh, ball game on Sunday and all kinds of stuff. But before we get to that, I'm having on today, because Dave is out. He's doing a stint in Vegas, uh, probably some kind of showgirl. I think it's a showgirl burlesque type. Burlesque, yeah. Type thing, yeah. A lot of legs getting kicked. Uh, I'm introducing the man behind the name Nerdrotic, host of Friday Night Tights and Forbidden Frontier and the real BBC, not about penises, Gary B. Clay. I'm like Dave, except with five years fewer sobriety, a beard, and not as funny. Oh, well. But I, I also, he's a better showgirl. He'll be a better showgirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to see the. the I want to see pictures. I hope know. he waxes beforehand, though. He always does. He always he does. does. A little Brazilian. Thank you, Gary, for hanging on. And uh, as always, hey, look. Hey. Angela. Yeah, hey. That's going to be a good one. Thanks for coming, yeah. Gary. No problem. Good to be on. Hey, uh, did you watch the football game? Uh, actually, no. I could care less about the NFL. Yeah. You told me about Red it. Red and circus. Was happening. Well, I used to like the NFL a lot. I did. Yeah, and I was like, I had no idea when or where that, or if you, it was the day of, and you told me about it, I didn't know. Yeah, I, that's, that's where I am now. I'm a lifelong football fan, San Diego Charger fan. Condolences. Forever, yeah, yeah. Then they tore my team out of San Diego, told, tore my heart out of my chest, and I haven't gone back and haven't missed it at all. The NFL, I didn't know that's how it worked. I didn't know you could take a team from oh, yeah. one place and move it to another place. I saw I saw a lot of our our friends, our right wing pundit friends, going after Taylor Swift and uh, you know saying that uh, yeah, jumping on the Taylor Swift hate dragon. I, I was on that already. I already hated the Swifties. Okay, I said that way yeah. before. Go back in the in the episode logs, way before all you guys came on. All right, so you like the hipster Swifty. That's right, anti Swifty bandwagoners. Okay. Yeah, but uh, they, they, you know they were commenting on uh, the elitism at uh, with the NFL. It's always been like that mm -hmm. you're always gonna see the illuminati of entertainment there <laughs> did you see uh, what was it ice spice or whatever she was like doing demon fingers they were all they were all like lady gaga was there mm -hmm. you think she cares about football lady gaga doesn't care oh. about football she's waiting for the spirit cooking party after afterwards yes with jay-z and uh beyonce who has become a white woman has so, she she's yeah lighter? Oh, yes. what yeah I didn't know that was a thing yeah speaking of like jay-z and beyonce people from like 15 20 years ago the whole, the halftime show was like Usher and Alicia Keys and Ludacris. I was like, what, this is like a throwback completely. Like 2004? Am I yes. I'm probably even off on that? This is like MTV 2004. I was waiting for like Ryan Seacrest. The occasional video was, music video was being shown Still, on MTV back then. Not now. Not now. What do they play now? Is it just like a... Like I got pregnant at three or something. Is Probably, that the that they have now? and they're producing like Taylor Sheridan shows. Really? <laughs> yeah. Every MTV? time before you, when you see uh, 1883, it, it starts out with the MTV logo. <laughs> like, hey, what is going on? Occasionally, they do something really good. You they know, do. Like Beavis and Butthead. By accident. That's yeah. great. Here's uh, White Beyonce. Oh, uh, that oh is White goodness. Beyonce. White Beyonce. White she's supremacy. Cultural appropriation. She's it's taking over Beyonce. She's coming out with a country album now. Wow. She Dolly is Parton not. ended she up. She should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she should. Oh, my God. Reba McIntyre also did a song. Yeah. it was. The, she She did the white national anthem. <laughs> oh, yes. The black. That brings us to the black national anthem, something that was completely made up, a lot like Kwanzaa, and now just forced upon us and uh, told that it's a real thing. So they did this at the beginning of the game. Andra Day. Here we go. Pan up. There's there some white guys in there in the background. Oh, they make them sit, stand there. I wish I had a lighter. I've never heard this before. I mean, she's not a bad singer. No, yeah, she's a good singer. She's just delusional. Well, because, you know, nothing says bringing people together by having a separate mm -hmm. national anthem for a race. Right. Oh my god, is it 15 minutes long? Oh yeah. <laughs> Could we play that on double speed? <laughs> my favorite thing, I saw a clip of it. It's like a quartering end, video. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going. It's uh, National <laughs> Liberty. 
<sighs> you know what? Like, our, you, like this might trigger some people. Our national our national anthem is not even the best song about America. No. What's your what's your favorite song about? God America? bless America. God bless America. That's what Posty did. Huh? Post Malone. Is that what he did? He did America. Oh no, I'm in America the Beautiful. Oh well, that's a Sorry. good one too. That's a good class. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about that video though is I I saw the clip right at the end. Uh, they cut to the crowd to see all the crowd, you know, like reverence, you know, like you know, fist in the air. And there's just like this middle-aged white guy just eating a hot dog. <laughs> like, That's America. That's America. <laughs> Can we get to the I mean, game? Let's kick it off. Team America song about America is actually the That best is the best song about America. It's my national yeah. anthem. Oh, it's Freedom so costs a buck oh five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom, Freedom isn't free. free. <laughs> it costs folks like <laughs> you and me. They have the best songs, I swear. Yep. So yep. good. Uh, so uh, also, uh, because we can't have complete uh, just a game where people enjoy to watch, you know, football, whatever. If that's what you like. That's cool. Uh, there, a Native American showed up to campaign the Chiefs to change their name. To what? Ball game team. Number two. They didn't specify, but they pretty much just showed up to Vegas and were like, you need to change your name before the game. And they just said, oh, okay. And I mean, they take it would be more there. appropriate to the current NFL to like name them the Kansas City Senior Managements or something like that. What was the name of the other team? The Kansas uh, City DEI Department. The Washington football team? <laughs> is that what, is it still? Did they? No, no. it's the Washington Commanders now. It's the Commanders. Commander, it is yeah. the dumbest name. It is so bad that Native Americans are actually asking for the Redskins to come back. So, well, they had, which they should, by the way. They really shouldn't have a problem with it because it's based off of one of their own chiefs that was giving reverence to that chief. Yeah, that's this context. An actual guy, we, yeah. Yeah, that's the context we miss. These days, when we go straight for the headlines, they go, oh, the Chiefs, they need to change it because it's culturally appropriation. This ain't like when you go down the food aisles, you don't see black people anymore. They're all gone. They killed, they killed them all. Yeah, they erased them. Dead. Not just Spider-Man's uncle. Uncle Ben, the rice <laughs> yes. man. Yes. Dead. With Andrew great Miles. rice comes great responsibility, <laughs> and now he's gone now forever. He's gone. Last seen it in Uncle Tom's cabin. <laughs> Is the bowl of rice. <laughs> Took him out. And, and rice belongs to Asians anyway. Everybody knows that. So it's culturally appropriate it's as well. Culturally, culturally Did I get this right? I was seeing a little bit uh, about the Super Bowl because people can't stop tweeting about it because it was happening for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, there's a conspiracy that the Super Bowl is rigged. Oh, my goodness. I totally believe this, actually. Because it's all bullshit anyways. Well, we have to be Bread and careful when we say the word <laughs> rigged. Um, oh. Yeah. So if somebody was to rig the Super Bowl, they would have to control the referees, uh, okay. the players, uh, the venue. Oh, they do. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. It's really hard to make an argument, uh, unless you don't know anything about the game. It, it's difficult to throw football, but not impossible. Regarding Sunday Super Bowl, for, uh, what number is that? I can't read that, and it's 58. huge letters. 58. You have to read it. Cool. 58. Match up. <laughs> CBS Sports Chairman Sean McKinnis? McManus. Mc, Mc, okay, Mc, maybe Mc, I should Mc, read it. I mean, it's blurry, Mc, but... McManus quipped. The NFL has alerted us that for the first time ever, we have had a double overtime game in the Super Bowl. That's a February first 6th. First time ever. We didn't have a double overtime. We didn't have a double overtime. But it got close. It got. Cl- it could have been. I'm so lost with these terms. Double overtime. So go over to you, overtime you're twice. like even <laughs> at the end of the game. Then you go to overtime, and then nothing happens. So you're still even. Yeah, you play. And you so go to double certain overtime. games. They changed the rules. It used to be, uh, you got one overtime quarter, and if you there wasn't anything, it'd be a tie, except for playoffs. And they would in playoffs back in the day. It used to be you played forever until a team won. Like soccer. You That's did, what I hear. With soccer is like. Uh, it just goes but on. now they have different rules. They they adopted some college rules, and uh, you, you 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 know I don't even know if they have. To, again, I've been out of the game since 2017. But the the way they set it up, it'd be impossible to have a double overtime. Well, nearly impossible. <sighs> okay. So that when that when did that come out? The February Who tweeted sixth. That? Who tweeted that? Was Adam Schaefer? Who's that? Was somebody like notable? Yeah, I don't. Know. I hey, honestly hey, don't know. Some who he random is, guy, some guy named Nostra at Nostradamus on I Twitter. I believe. <laughs> okay, that's Sportsdramus. <laughs> Conspiracy theorists believe that the NFL is scripted 
have called ahead of time that the Chiefs were scripted to win the Super Bowl despite the Las Vegas odds with the Chiefs. By the way, they won. Correct? Yes, yes. they did. Okay. <laughs> just hey, just make it sure for the people that don't know. Uh, with the Chiefs, ween- Chiefs. The Chiefs waning. Uh, they will. They weaned? Uh, yes, they weaned. <laughs> They're weaning their name. Okay. <laughs> uh, many flocked to Twitter to post that the NFL is indeed scripted. I mean, it was a 50-50 shot. Yeah, there's also this video clip I can bring up where it's yeah. like a video of Taylor Swift talking to the NFL commissioner, Roger oh, Goodall, and that's supposed to be evidence that this it was clear scripted. Evidence. But, I mean, maybe he's just a Swifty, too. There's so many Swifties. There's a lot of Swifties. <laughs> they're really yeah, they're it, like the it, Illuminati. It actually explains a lot in the world. There's too many damn. It Swifties. does. There's too many damn Swifties. People I, unironically watch the View. Yeah. 81 million <laughs> votes. I can believe it. It is believable. There is a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people out there. And and as we talked about before, there was like a big conspiracy that Taylor Swift isn't involved in all of this to like sway people towards Biden and like the Chiefs winning is totally going to work. Well, <laughs> well, we showed it last time with the with the AI. Jesus could come back and people would be just like, sorry, bro. <laughs> we love yeah. you, but no. I don't believe it. <laughs> nope. Uh, we showed it like last uh, election. She did Biden cookies. Yeah. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that she's a Biden supporter. No, I, obviously she is. But yeah. I think that, the yeah, there's like this big. I don't really understand the conspiracy, to be honest, about like how how does this tie into like the Chiefs winning? How okay. does that help the government? So optically, we get Taylor Swift with one of the players. Right. Then football happens. Then a lot of people watch the football. Right. They're focused on the Swifty. They're like, oh, we got to get our Swifty boy in. And they're not watching the Senate move forward a bill to send 96 yeah. million or billion. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got that wrong. The billion to uh, the Ukraine and Taiwan and uh, that's Israel. where the consp- it's not even a conspiracy it's the distraction well, I it's, try not to uh, believe these things but they just her, line they up. just keep happening so we have to believe them problem reaction solution yes David Icke said. talked about that a lot yes he also talked about lizard people but uh I think a lot of his stuff before the lizard people stuff <laughs> right up <laughs> made some sense up until people. the lizard people I'm still thinking but, about um, the lizard people I, you ever not, see Gavin Newsom? He's a little. You know, I'm not counting it out at this point. I would have counted it out a couple of years ago. We live in a different world now. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, like s- using the Super Bowl as a distraction to pass an insane bill uh-huh. to give more printed cash money. Right. Get more fiat currency to cur- countries that are not us. Ooh, gangsters. Yeah. Currently, while we have a border and not crisis, even like our gangsters. Crisis and- I would rather it go to American gangsters. I, they have more honor. You know, uh, you know, the the more I think about uh, the mafia, they sure they did some bad things. Look, I get mm-hmm. it. They did some bad things. They also, they killed some people, but at least they were American. Mr. American, you know, they're like a homegrown government. American gangsters first. OK, yeah. <laughs> make I'm gangsters for. great again. Yes. And speaking of great things. Hey, Gary. Magaga. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like uh, to be comfortable? Uh, no, I hate it. No, I love <laughs> a, being comfortable. Do you want to be comfortable all the time, literally 24-7, every second of your life? No. Wait, why? Why? Because huh? then I get too comfortable. I get complacent. Am well, I supposed to say yes on that one? I'm very, Are we I'm setting very something comfortable up? and complacent yes. in the underwear I that I'm wearing. I want to be comfortable <laughs> all the time. Under tech. Underwear. They're made oh, by. well, you got to be specific. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Do you, uh, uh, what... Uh, do you want your balls like to be iron. uncomfortable? Yes. All the time. No. Do you say comfortable or uncomfortable? Cake, very, very comfortable. I want them comfortable all the time. I would never say anything uncomfortable, even close to undertack underwear, unless I'm talking about their competitors. There's no tacks in the in the undertack <laughs> underwear. Oh, no. That, was that would make prototype. it uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's like, tac- it's like a tactics. Okay. You know, if you want to oh. be strategic about your ball placement... Undertack is the way to go. They're made of Moldal. It's like a, some kind of freaking magic so, uh, soft material. Yeah, it's I don't like get moisture it. wicking. Mm. Yeah. We, you guys know how we like to wick things around here. Bacteria, moisture. You want your balls dried? Perfect. Undertack. Go to it. Undertack.com. Use promo code normal20. Get 20% off. On the site, site wide. Yeah, Balls. and they also have socks, joggers, t-shirts, and sweatshirts. Yeah, now. they added a bunch of new stuff. So I, I got to get a. Out. 
I'm gonna get a jogger because I actually do really like them. I replaced all my underwear. Legit, I'm wearing them right now. First time in your life, right? <laughs> oh yeah, the other ones were bad, <laughs> like Swiss cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now it's comfortable and not like a swamp. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah, under I'm down under tack. Get it? Hey, uh, we also have another ad. A friend of ours on the show just opened. She just started a new show. It's not news and why it matters. It is now the Sarah Gonzalez show. Uh, Sarah unfiltered. Sarah, yeah, Sarah Gonzalez. Sarah unfiltered. Gonzalez unfiltered. Do we have a clip? We don't. Why would uh, you ask me that? <laughs> I, it just said it said ad. I thought maybe there was a clip here. But no. hey, if you like Sarah and you know, you know, you do, go check out her show. It's great. Uh, she's great, and maybe she'll come back on the show. Yeah, eventually. hopefully now that she's got her own show, she's not. Yeah, she's she not like right there us. on the other side of the wall. I miss her. She'd be like one of those friends that you are like. We'll hang out. Yeah, and you never do. Mm, it's gonna I'm be Sarah. Her. She's too big time for us. Uh, Gary, there's some news that happened in the pop culture world. It's a lot of stuff that we follow. Uh, nerd culture stuff, uh, Hollywood in general. A lot of Disney because uh, they have their fingers in all of our great franchises. What what happened today? <laughs> Among other places, <laughs> children. Yes, allegedly. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go there, but you did. That's good. It's okay, that's good. Uh, we learned today. Oh, something we've already known. By the way, uh, Disney, uh, Disney, Disney's Bob Iger three years ago. This was tweeted out by uh, Christopher Rufo, who famously mm -hmm. found all I the follow. DEI stuff where uh, the woman said, uh, "Here at Disney, we don't have a it's it's our not so secret gay agenda." And then they had mm -hmm. the interview with a woman who had not one. But two trans kids? Yeah. That's like getting hit by lightning twice on your way to winning a lottery you never played. <laughs> okay? So proud of it, though. Yeah, she was so proud of uh, her uh, little accessory kids mm -hmm. that she transitioned and screwed up for life. And we get to pay for later. So Christopher Rufo uh, tweeted Bob Iger in a meeting uh, right, right after January 6th. He was the chairman. So he was at Disney after he left as CEO. He was there for another year, right? And uh, I want you to remember that Bob four times over the last calendar year has said, Disney needs to quiet the noise oh, yeah. in the culture war. Well, well, he's the one who fanned the flames, got the gasoline because right after January 6th, uh, an internal video, he admits that like, yeah, we're going to lean into politics. Um, yeah. You want to play the video? I do. Yeah. I have the video. Here it. we go. Oh, and he takes credit for Black Panther too. <laughs> I, I mean, Bob and Bob has talked about this uh, eloquently um, since he's become CEO. I'll, I'll say a couple of things about it. You know, we've tended to uh, uh, shy away from politics. Uh, and in doing so, I think we've shied away from <laughs> talking about issues that aren't political at all. Mm, really? Like the issues that we're talking about hmm. today. Um, because we believe in doing so, maybe it, looked like, it looks like we're taking a stand. Well, in that reality, we should be taking a stand. I take, by the way, I, t I take responsibility for this. I was CEO for 15 years. And so I, you know, I, I, I manage the, the company's public facing um, processes and, and um, you know, how we were portraying ourselves. And I think that we have to be less cautious, as Bob, I think, was just alluding to, about such things and not be concerned, like just commenting about what happened in Washington last week. That's not political on our part at all. We, we know that what we saw was fundamentally wrong and that it was rooted in hatred and disrespect and contempt and intolerance. And we should feel free as a company to comment about that oh, without retribution. Really? And another thing How's I that worked out for you? Learned, all right, good, cut it. Yeah. Um, he takes credit for, for Black Panther which, quite frankly, was the greatest marketing uh, Dude, the timing on ploy that. by Hollywood Brilliant. ever. Well, yeah, they convinced you. Watch this movie. You have to. Fight racism. You got to go out there. And it did really well. And then well, what happened? Make us the a bunch of one? money to fight racism. It was a great grift. It, was a, it didn't work with the second one, though. Did not work with the second one. Turns out you need a male lead to work on the grift. Uh, yeah. I mean, for one, he was a good Black Panther. He was great. He was better in Civil War. but Chadwick Boseman was Chadwick a great Boseman. actor. Yeah, they should have recast. But for one, there have been a lot of channels in our sphere, Geeks and Gamers, mm -hmm. Midnight's Edge. A lot of people have been talking about this, yours truly, for yep. years. So Disney has been political forever. Um, our good friend Disparu tweeted in response. He was absolutely right. When he says we're not being political... He's basically saying 
we are morally settled. It's oh, yeah. not unlike the science is settled. Mm -hmm. Trust and our experts. We have figured out what morality is, and now listen to our morality. We're just going to dictate it to you. In the New York Times interview, the big one with Elon Musk, where he said, go fuck yourself to Disney and Bob Iger. Uh, the Bob Iger interview that was done like 45 minutes be before that or after, he, Bob Iger said, one of the times he mentioned it, we're not going to be political. We're going to step out of the the, pol the politics. And then almost in the same breath said, but CEOs have the obligation to speak out on issues. So what the, the double speak in immediate backtracking, because you're right, like, and Disper is right, he, they believe that this isn't political. No, it's morally settled to, to comment teach on what happened at the White House. That is absolutely sexual political. things to to kindergartners and for right. first graders. It's that's, already that's settled. morally settled. We figured it all out, and that's why I think that's why that's why we cover it so much, and that's why I find it really uh, important. Because you you can be like, why why does pop culture matter? Why does movies? Who cares about this stuff? It's for babies or whatever. It's just for having fun when you're not at work. It, it really is, uh, sadly, how a lot of people get their morality. If they don't have strong family values that are at home that teach them what life is or, or read history, they get a lot of information from pop culture and movies. And we've seen, and I think the thing that's a lot of our channels that you mentioned have gotten so mad for so long is because we were the first ones that got hit with those things that you learned morality, Luke Skywalker, trying to redeem Captain people Kirk, that were evil. The doctor, yep. Those things are not good. You see, you see, look at Luke Skywalker now. He's just a washed up old white man. He's, he's we're no just good. talking about Mark Hamill. Yeah, the actor. <laughs> uh, those things are all wrong, and, and, and we're trying to teach you how you should be thinking. So they understood the social engineering aspect and have infiltrated our culture in every aspect, every institution mm -hmm. over long periods of time. And it's because there was a huge blind spot. Our good friends on the right just completely misunderstood, yes. didn't understand any of it, still don't. You know, it is good that Elon is tweeting out those those DEI rules from Amazon. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, Chris Gore is doing great work with Alan Ng at Film Threat. Yes, absolutely. It needs to get way more attention. People need to go to Film Threat and watch their videos because they're getting anonymous sources from the WGA who hate mm -hmm. this stuff. But the DEI rules are old. What, what Elon shared that was news to everybody, it's four years old. Yeah. We've talked about it on our channels. The Roddenberry Foundation, mm -hmm. son of Gene Roddenberry, creator of Star Trek, Years ago, I covered it, you know, yeah, when my channel had a thousand subscribers. Uh, there was a think tank going around setting up these rules, mm -hmm. telling what you can tell a story about and what you can't. You can no longer have, say, a handicapped person overcome their handicap. That would be ableist. Right. Uh, you can no longer have uh, essentially a white male mentor anybody. And you can see this anybody in, in film. Not, not a black male, black female, any anything. Only black people can write black people. Only gay black people can write gay black people. I mean, it gets and it goes down to yeah. a ridiculous level. Go read the 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 D files on Film Threat. Yeah. They're fantastic. It's internal information that they tell their their employees. Uh, and this is not just Disney. It's in they're the biggest one. They're the they're the lost leader because they're the biggest yeah. company that were making. They had what eleven billion dollar films in 2019 or 2020 no it was one it was not 2020 um but this is in all aspects of production of media anything you consume di is is inside of that it's figuring out what their score is and uh that obviously impacts their creativity and and now we finally finally have people within hollywood unfortunately anonymously reaching out to Chris and Alan over at Film Threat because they, they don't feel safe and they wouldn't be reaching out to Deadline mm -hmm. or Ho the Hollywood Reporter or Variety, all owned by the same company, by the way. Uh, so they have to do this, but they still have to remain anonymous because if word gets out, they're blacklisted forever. That sounds like a cult. It sounds like a cult, a yeah. Bit. If this is such a great idea, you would be willing to debate it openly, right? right. You'd be like, I hey, the morality's settled. We don't need to talk about it anymore. We're done. That worked out great for 2020 and 21, uh -huh. didn't it? Well, that's, you know, people that, if you don't watch superhero movies or you don't watch TV shows, but you do watch the sports. Sports. 
it's happening there. Same thing. And in a lot of when I, I think I've said it before, but I haven't given the qualifier normie, the normie audience. It sounds like a, a derogatory term, but it really isn't. It's people that have they don't have the time to watch these people talk. They don't have the time to watch the the hearings that they have at their internal meetings of these companies. They're working. You guys, you guys get stuff to do. Uh, you got families to take care of, but uh, we have made it our kind of mission to follow that stuff and really uh, kind of detail the inner workings and why these things suck. Because at first it was like, at least for me, I'll say for myself, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Why does it suck? What's going on? And then I saw, you know, I found your channel and I, I found uh, a bunch of other channels like talking about why it sucks. And they go, oh crap. And then I started paying attention. So if you're out there and you're wondering, why do movies suck? Why do TV suck? Why do books suck? Why do music suck? Why does the NFL suck? It's all because of this type of DEI training. It's, mm -hmm. it's HR on steroids, basically. It's like HR was first, and then now we have these DIE uh, uh, people that boards. Uh, they have their, they've made their own job titles now. Uh, we saw, what, what was the company that got rid of theirs? Google, I think they got rid of their, their D, DEI. Uh, they did. They officer. got rid of a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people were getting rid of it, but Disney has amped theirs up. They got <laughs> rid of their person. They, they just replaced down. that person and amped it up. Yeah. So that, at least you, that's the whole purpose of bringing that stuff up is yeah. to let you know why these things suck. Not just that they suck, like. They're they're manipulating it from the back end. And maybe, hey, if this is what they believe, fine. Uh, people can believe it, but I don't like to be told what my morality is. Yeah. I, I just want you to tell a fun story. If you can just get back to that. They can't even tell, like, a morality tale because they're so far off of what They don't know morality, what morality, morality is, is, but it's settled, Garrett. But they don't know <laughs> right. what right and wrong is. They don't right. know good from bad. And that's why we get something like Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Yes, where they uh, not only kill the Flash, they pee on they his piss body. on his body. They and they, uh, they Harley shoot, Quinn they... shoots Batman in the head. That you sounds know. like something the real Flash would have. <laughs> <laughs> Just pissed. Um, they they kill Batman at the end of, and this is from if you don't know uh, the Arkham City game. So Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight uh, were. Critically acclaimed, massive Batman games, and uh, it was created by Rocksteady. And that was like nine years ago, almost 10 years ago. Yeah. In between then and now, a little organization called, uh, what was the name of it? It's uh, Sweet Baby Inc. Sweet Baby Inc. Yeah. A little uh, DEI uh, consulting firm. Extortion racket. Name. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? They threw a brick through, through Rocksteady's window and said, oh, man, what a great game company you got here. Would be a shame if something, something happened to it. Happened to it. Yeah. Uh, so they came in and they consulted. And now in the, in the game that ends the Arkham franchise, the Batman Arkham franchise, they, they sit Kevin Conroy, which has now passed away. Yeah. The actor Rest Kevin Conroy. The GOAT. His last performance as Batman, they sit him on a park bench and they blow his head away. And then they just walk away. That's his reverence that they give him. And they walk away. And they had Harley Quinn do it. The, the Batman character, Harley Quinn. The character that they keep trying to put in everybody's brains. You love Harley Quinn, right? Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad. Uh, Birds of Prey. She's great. Another Suicide Squad. Uh, here's the show. Here's the comic book. Never works. It doesn't work. They're trying to replace Batman. It's just so gross. And then there's stuff even inside of that, like the uh, when you go through the character, like on the menu screen, you could read little bios. In like Batman's bio, it talks about toxic masculinity. <laughs> and at no point they do this with every Justice League character, where they're all males except for Wonder Woman. And it, the only one that they actually show reverence to when she passes away is Wonder Woman. Is Wonder Woman like? Oh, she fought so hard to fight the patriarchy. Well, the best thing about this and the secret sauce to our videos is like, th these are like three trick ponies. They, they've only got <laughs> yeah, three things so to play. Lazy. Patriarchy bad, men bad, racism bad. It, it'll be just a variation of those three things. So it's very easy to predict like what's going to happen. 
Yeah. With one of these movies or TV shows, like with the Rings of Power, it wasn't very hard to predict. They're going to take Galadriel, right? The the embodiment of femininity, yeah. turn her into a dude. <laughs> Put armor on her. Put armor on, on her. Make her a dude. Her a and sword. they did. Yeah. It's uh, it's really sad. It's very uh, lazy. It's it's because they don't have creativity. They yeah, they don't have do creativity. Have they don't have any love or passion for any of this. Uh, our good friend Perry put together a super cut Perry of Chan. all the Magic. hacks who have been writing Disney Plus shows, D Plus shows, over the last two years. And all of them, to a man and they, them, said uh, they did not read the comics and were told not to read the comic books. Because who cares about the comic books? Who we're cares? trying to infuse uh, our morality onto the audience. Exactly. That's what we're doing. It's just, uh, yeah, just, uh, it's annoying. And I think that a lot of people are kind of picking it up. They're, <sighs> it, they, they are like more you know it's a lot of times we're gonna cycle through this because we've been covering it for five years at this point mm -hmm. uh in comic books the people have been coming uh, the, the one that's left your boy zach has been covering it for oh, yeah. seven years and you have to repeat a lot of information because there's new people here every time so that's that's why it's you know when elon puts up the dei i think people go what the hell it's like yeah. That's like yeah. three years old. And it's on the Disney official website. It's so on the website. All you have to do is search Disney Diversity Initiative or DEI, yeah. and you'll find their official website talking about all of it. That's what I say. Like, same if this BBC, is what they believe. Amazon. Like, I believe that they believe it. I don't think it's a grift. I don't, well, it is a grift. No, but I, I don't I think agree. it's. I agree. I don't think, uh, I think they believe a lot. I think they believe they know better than most people. Yes. So they, they think, okay, well, this is the direction that the world needs to go. So now let's have these DEI numbers that we'll assign to each company. And then we'll literally look, the, if you don't know what, how it works, they go through the staff of your company. They go through the makeup of the stories that you tell, the makeup of your writers, your producers, your on-hand... On marketing department. Marketing department. Literally everything. Everything. And they everything. give you a number... And these people... Of they, how diverse you are. Yeah. Yeah. There's a scorecard. There's an and, absolute and, scorecard. And with yeah. the scorecard, it's not just, uh, it was pointed out like just being a, a black man or a gay man, not even, you're practically a white man now. Yeah. You, you need, you need a, what's called a twofer or a threefer. You need to be a black gay man. Uh -huh. Disabled's going to help you. Uh, you know, something like that, something to that effect. So you need to have a twofer or a threefer, a trifecta of diversity will get you a job. Talent isn't even considered anymore. Now, the good, the good news is, Everything sucks for the most part, yeah. and it's going to fall apart. And they're losing money, and now they're desperate, and they're having to go back. Yeah, you know, Bob Iger's charade of a of a earnings call, where he bought himself out because there's just too many low information, mm -hmm. not just voters, investors. Yeah, y'all are a problem. You need to like look into the things you're investing because uh, it's affecting the rest of us. All right, so uh, you're supporting woke Disney, and believe me, if you're on the right, if you're on the center, if you're a Christian, and you walk into that park and you buy that stuff, it's, oh, my kids yeah. love Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse hates you and your kids. And Mickey Mouse is probably a lady. And Mickey Mouse is a lady or a 50-year-old drug addict. We're not sure. And by the way, find some help, please. Yes, please. What was in South Park where she's like, make it gay and yeah. <laughs> make it gay. Make Put it a butt. chick in it, make her gay <laughs> and lame, Okay. Yeah, often. That was such a good episode because it was so spot on. I I do agree with you. I, I think they had places where they could go to, could have gone har harder on both Disney and like the. Oh the God, yeah, on us. But they should have had a, really like did. a guy, like a dumb guy from Alabama doing a car video <laughs> with his sunglasses on. The sunglasses like on. Car video with his Velcro shoes. Can't yeah. spell his own name. So Jeremy like, from Geeks and Gamers. So like, hey, talking it's, about? it's a. I think it's getting out there. I think more people are are waking up to it and going like, yeah, this stuff does. Like when we talk about how bad media is, I don't. I think a lot of people think we just talk about like everything is bad and there's nothing good out there. There's totally great there's stuff. Good stuff. There's totally great stuff that's still even going into theaters like uh, uh, Godzilla minus one. Godzilla minus one, best movie last out year. Out of nowhere, Dune, it was great. Dune part two is gonna looks like it's gonna be great. Yes. So there's Coming still stuff. Ten days. There's still yeah. stuff to, to watch. Madam Webb tomorrow. Madam Webb. I'm, oh. oh my gosh. It's webbing time. 2003, dude. I can't wait to be oh my back God. in this If I just watched two hours of, you know, uh, Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney on the red carpet, I'd be fine with that. It'd probably do better. <laughs> what was it? You see that dress? <laughs> it's like a web. 
She's not wearing nothing under it. I know that was legal. Uh, she had a little bodysuit, but it looked like it was. Uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't zoom in too close. Oh, I actually did a scientific study for my show earlier today, but it was purely for research. <laughs> purely for <laughs> my wife is looking at me Audience, right across. Everybody right there, knows. By the way. What's up, babe? What's happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think it's good to to kind of refresh that for the audience over here because I don't know. I would assume that you guys are more politically savvy. It's on the Blaze. You guys follow uh, Dave. He's a little bit more political. Uh, but I think it's it's good to to bring in that pop culture every once in a while and like remind you of the stories that we used to tell each other and the reasons that we had such a great kind of cohesive. Uh, country at one point was a lot of the reasons that we all watched football together or we all watched uh all in the family together and we had these like cultural uh campfires that we could all get around and those were really important and uh the fact that they've kind of come in because nobody was looking at the door they just walked in and kind of took the whole house uh so yeah and affected football for a couple of years did, yeah. uh until they fully embraced gambling and it and it suckered everybody back yeah it did bad. see uh, you know when, when that black lives matter or uh trey they've had some guy's last name uh the trayvon? The Steelers. was it trayvon the guy who was guilty of murder mm. uh Mm -hmm. You know, and that's remember when that was annoying. Well, the yeah. same thing is happening to us in comics. And by the way, sports fans, you're all nerds. So I love being called <laughs> out by people with action figures on my background that that have like their team stuff just postered. Off. You're, you're a nerd. nerd too. You're a nerd too, you're and it's okay. Too. But um, yeah, it, it's it's you know we hate uh, all of our comic book characters being transitioned and turned gay, and mm -hmm. you hate seeing those dumb stickers supporting murderers on your guys' helmets, and uh, you know. The only way to fight it is to, to to stop watching right now. Yeah, you know, and Just be and aware. they suckered. Yeah, be aware and talk about it and speak up about it. I mean, you could still love football. That's fine, yeah. but um, yeah, it, it's it, it's only going to change when uh when the customer in mass like voices and and does start backing out, and they did for the NFL, and that's why they had to to do something as drastic drastic as embrace gambling, which is going to tear it apart. They just get like there's a reason they kept it they held it off for so long. Well, but now you're gonna they start their bread and circus. They do, but now you're gonna like players are gonna start getting popped. Mm. And imagine all remember all the players who got busted for gambling. I'm talking to the sports fans out there who were banned from the game. Are you gonna start inviting them back now? Like you have to. If you open up the freaking so, hypocrites. So players, I would assume, are not allowed to bet on the game, but are they now? I don't know. Or is it like their family members can't? How can you have? embrace gambling and tell your players you can't bet on the game? Yeah. You couldn't, it would have to be where the, not just the players, but the players' families and anybody that they know. Cause like a player could be like, hey, yeah. Cousin third removed, I'm going to throw the game hardcore. So I want you to bet mm -hmm. the other way. What's stopping people from doing that? Shit's happened forever. That's why they wouldn't let a team in a professional team in Las Vegas for the longest time for precisely that reason. Uh, but once they started letting teams in Vegas, you knew it was on. Raiders. Oh, they kind of belong in Vegas. I mean, that's kind of a sorry, Oakland. <laughs> I don't know the backstory of that. You don't? Are they dirty? They're 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 known to be like a dirty, mean team. That's the, the oh. it's pirates. Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought they looked cool. A nice uniform. I'm a Charger yeah, fan, I so I, I hate them. It, oh, okay. I'm sorry. But I don't. I don't care. I didn't mean to bring that. Up. It, it's all right. It's all right. They, they, the Chargers found ways to lose all the time. Hey, now Garrett, LA has to deal with it. Uh, Gary, you, you got canceled this week. I saw. I don't feel canceled. No, I did. They, uh, you're not really a Doctor Who fan. No, that, no, no. I am not a Doctor that? Who fan. I saw so the uh, Mary Sue. If you're a Doctor Who fan, you know what this is, by the way. <laughs> if you uh, if you know what the Mary Sue is, I apologize. Uh, we have a meeting every Saturday to talk about how painful it is to know about what the Mary Sue is. But uh, Mary Sue refers to the character trope of the Mary Sue, the female character that comes into a story and everybody loves, and uh, she's the perfect person. She knows everything. She bypasses all the compressors, and uh, there's a whole article website dedicated to that kind of person that likes Mary Sue's and uh one of their writers what's her name I've already forgotten it uh Fatso yeah uh <laughs> Rachel Leishman I feel like you Fatso for sure you tweeted out 
<laughs> you tweeted out something in reference to Doctor Who hey, being dead. I, you know what? I am being critical, but I'm just being honest. I want her to live. Yeah, be healthy. Diabetes okay. will kill you. We'll live longer. Yep. You want to live longer if you're cats. not so fat. Those cats for as long as they live. Uh, but you tweeted out something like almost very super super tame actually. It was one of my tamest tweets to the Doctor Who like, website in five years. It was reverence. We were like, oh, goodbye, Doctor Who. So Doctor Who tweeted like, what's your favorite clip, basically? Or or what what clip are you thinking of right now? And there's a clip of the twelfth doctor played by the great Peter Capaldi saying, Doctor, I let you go. That's all I said. And I said, R.I.P. Doctor. I'm like, this show's dead. It went like super woke and and gay and and you can have it. It's all yours. I'm I'm out. You know, like yeah. I, I I did what I could. I'm out. And uh, she took issue with that. She got really mad. And she was like, don't you dare have anything to do with my fan. I love Doctor Who. It was just... Um, she said, this, this one? You don't... It's, she said, this bitch has never watched Doctor Who in his pathetic life. No, that's uh. that's me watching the show I've never watched before. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. You gotta, yeah. It, it's if you go up to, I tweet there. There, 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 it, is, there it is. I tweet like a fourteen-year-old girl. I'm sorry. Oh, I see. Right? No, right I'm sorry. Here. Like a middle-aged man. Fourteen-year-old <laughs> girl. Has never Twitter. watched Doctor Who in his pathetic little life. Like yeah. One of my loves fucking out of your nonsense. <laughs> I'm begging. If you don't know, I spent who two hours pinning up Doctor Who toys in in your studio. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Gary is a big Doctor Who fan. I like Doctor Who just a little bit. Uh, and uh, it's just it's just funny to see, well, somebody that is so disconnected like that get so mad. Well, yeah, and she's supposed to be a cultural critic, a journalist. Right. Uh, Yellow Flash pointed out today she's on Wikipedia's list. The Mary Sue, which is a feminist website, is on the list of authoritative websites. <laughs> on what Wikipedia? So of course. So I just responded to that tweet with, uh, sh you know. Show me your Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> so I and I, like I got up. She was Not Melissa the over there. Saw me. So I, I just got up and just took four pictures of my room, like a step away. Didn't even like have a step to move away. Very. I didn't have to move very much, and uh, yeah, I kind of destroyed her. But that's the best way to respond. Anybody who's like calling out anything you're passionate about, just mm -hmm. ask them. Like, hey, show me your comics. Just let me see, because those are like yeah. the those are the black ops of uh, the nerd world. You know, they're the, they're the uh, double agents, the ones that infiltrate and say, I'm a Doctor Who fan. Yeah. And then she starts calling the shots for who Doctor Who fans can be. And then you extrapolate that to whatever it is that you enjoy. Uh, I like model making. Hey, uh, I am now the connoisseur of who can like models and who can't. You're a racist. Now you have to get, yeah, you have to leave. So you do that in everything, comic books, video games, everything. What a nerd is, is somebody who's going to like something that was popular once and will continue liking it, whether Maybe it's never popular, popular or not. <laughs> Some stuff never popular uh, and and super niche. And, you know, I'm going to always love comic books and all right. and fantasy books and all this stuff, whether, you know, when Hollywood's well past it. That's what a nerd is. Uh, we always welcoming to people like who are curious about the culture, like, right. You know, when, when somebody would come into my comic shop and say, I've never read a comic book, I'm like, cool. What are your interests? I, I find out what their interests are, mm -hmm. and it's pretty easy to guide them to their story. And most it's of the like time- Like a simile Yeah. For comics. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And and it's, it's really fun to get new people into it. Nerds love sharing what they love with other people and getting other people into it. Just right. ask a Warhammer fan or an anime fan. The fact that I just brought them up in the chat for the this, chat you will already. get a bunch of recommendations starting right now. They love to share this stuff. But if you're one of these uh, activist ass assholes who comes in and goes, you know, everything here, problematic. It needs to change for me. No, we're not going to like you very much. We're going to gatekeep the crap out of you. Yeah. Because uh, because you're not about the, the love of this. You're, you're about wanting to change it for your own purposes and then abandon it once it's destroyed. Which is we're at the abandoning phase right now. They're they're kind of like moving out to because it's what are superheroes anyways? They're kind of stupid. There's a group bunch guys of think people it was stupid this whole time too. I yeah, who like things that are popular when they're popular just because they're popular. Right. That's yeah. it. And and Swifties. Uh, yes, a bunch of Swifties, Swifties are liking NFL right now. A bunch of Swifties probably went through the whole MCU phase because she tweeted about it once. I mean that's that's, I mean the. Kind of the definition of a normie is a Swifty. Yeah. Yeah. Really is.
Sorry, guys. Hey, uh, we got something here at the end of the world. The show's ending. I know. It's sad. Very sad. Sad. Let's ask the question. End of the world. End of the world. Hey, uh, we do a show on Sunday nights on the Nerdrotic Live channel called Forbidden Frontier, where we talk about uh, cryptids and ancient technology and uh, all kinds of fun stuff. One of the things we I always plug here. And uh, we do that with Adam Krigler. He's really great. A lot of fun. X-ray girl. So I wanted to curate the end of the world question for you. All right. Let's go. What? No, let's end on you. I'll, I'll, let's go with Angela first. Yeah. Me first? What? Oh, we got to ask a question. Is your favorite cryptid slash and or uh, urban legend? Go. Um, for me, it's the Flatwoods Monster. Um, if you bring up a picture. Um, like in 1953 or 52 or something, uh, two brothers, uh, Fred and Edward May, uh, were in West Virginia. They saw a light in the sky. They followed it along with some local kids and a woman that lived uh, in the neighborhood. And this is apparently what they saw there. And, um, just the way that it looks and it's kind of unlike any of the other, like, cryptid. It doesn't look like an animal. Yeah. Like a lot of the cryptids can kind of be, it's like, It's got, like, very, a red... It has like a head, yeah. It has a like a dress? skirt, and its head is supposed to look like a, an ace of spades, and it apparently glides, and it, it released a very pungent odor. And a lot of people think that it might have something to do with like a UFO thing, or um, I'm not sure, but it's my favorite just because it's so unique. And yeah, there's nothing else really. It's like, like it. an alien, but it's not an alien. Who knows, man? It's and it's cool. in West Virginia. There's some spooky stuff happens so, in West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia. Vargili, the uh, is it Vargili? Vargili, the the one we covered on Forbidden Frontier, the the, the basically the uh, Brazilian, Brazilian Roswell, Roswell, mm-hmm. where the very that, similar, that, the, the red the eyes, red eyes and pungent smell, yes, pungent smell. It was of uh, ammonia, Vargin- ammonia, Vargina, Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> I always want to say vagina, but um, yeah. that's just because of me. Um, vagina Brazil. All right, I will say mine. I will say mine, and then uh, we'll end on Gary's. My one of my favorite ones uh, is Springheel Jack. <gasps> Love him. Springheel Jack is like Victorian era, Industrial Revolution, England. Uh, it started off with a woman getting attacked. Like she answered her door and she was attacked by somebody. And uh, the description that they gave was of a man that had a. She like he pulled her hair out with talons. And they were like metallic, she described them. So basically he is like described as Jack the Ripper with a taloned hand and heels that spring so he could jump from rooftop rooftop to rooftop. And they eventually, they kind of turned into a, a kind of a, it's an urban legend, but it's also like a cultural figure at the time. And, uh, they made Penny Dreadfuls, which if you don't know, yeah, Penny Dreadfuls are like the early proto comic book. Proto comic books, and in the Penny Dreadfuls, because in the in kind of in stories in the newspaper, they would they would say that he's attacking women or he's uh, you know accosting people at night. But in the Penny Dreadfuls, he was more of like a Batman figure. He, so was, he looks like a Batman. Yeah, he was. Uh, he jumped from rooftop to rooftop, and he would avenge people's honor and do stuff like that. And he would work off of fear, which is like totally Batman. And he was even thought. Oh, yeah, and Bob Kane's never ripped off anybody. Oh, never. <laughs> he was thought to be uh, secretly one of the royalty. He was like, because in real life, there was a marquee that they all thought because he was like this romping royalist uh, young guy, part of the royals. And they thought that he was Spring Hill Jack in real life. So in the Penny Dreadfuls, they would always at the end of each one go, and he would take off his mask and they would all go, it's the mo... And then it would end. Uh. You wouldn't know who it was <laughs> because they thought it was the Marquis. So it's basically like Bruce Wayne is part of the royalty. Yeah, yeah. Gotham. It's very, very Batman-esque. But that, that's one of my favorite ones. You know that there's a coffee called Spring Hill Jack. Really? Yes. It's a very delicious coffee brand. I didn't know that. Um, they sponsor the show last podcast on the left. It's another good sponsor show. sponsor us. For, yeah, well... Uh, they they have their own like uh, beans and stuff with them, well, and it's hey, really good. You should try it. Very good coffee. We know somebody. 
that does does coffee. Yep. Plug we're it. Talk about it. We're <laughs> they don't pay me. <laughs> well, no. I thought you were. <laughs> okay. I we'll, thought plug you were... we'll plug it on our show. Keep grind. I'll say it. Keep grind coffee. Grind. Uh, right, Gary, what's your favorite cryptid and or urban legend? Oh, the Mothman. Ooh. Also West Virginia. Prophecies. Dude, all red uh, eyes. So there's the Mothman and then there's the prophecies and they're both connected. There's a great Richard Gere movie. No gerbils were harmed in the making of that movie. <laughs> that we know of. Uh, that we know of. Uh, a movie I saw with my wife on our first, second first date. Second first date, yeah. Not a good date film. Uh, better than Philadelphia, though. Philadelphia is <laughs> not a good date film oh, girl, either. You want to go see the uh, bone collector? <laughs> no, uh, I I freaking like love that. Date two, and, and not just the creature. It's just how the creature left the recordings and predicted the you know the bridge disaster. Right, yeah. It's a good movie, by the way. I like the movie. So that's always been my favorite because it's creepy. I guess yeah. one B would be a, a show we cover, Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, Skinwalker. Skinwalker Ranch. Now, one of the sightings from Skinwalker Ranch, because there's a lot of interdimensional stuff. Mm -hmm. So the theory behind, quickly, behind Skinwalker Ranch is there's dimensional anomalies going on there. So th space is folding, and our brains might be interpreting things we can't necessarily see, but I, my favorite one is the sighting of the anthropomorphic smoking dogs. <laughs> That's a pretty with, great cryptid. with trench coats on, it's like yeah, smoking like, cigarettes. It's like the painting, and, uh, yeah. painting of all the dogs playing yeah. poker. It's like just because it's yeah, cool, but uh, Mothman's my favorite. Yeah, classic. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. It's a classic. All right, put it in the comments below what your favorite cryptid is. I'd like to hear that uh, as well. Thanks, Gary, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you Gary. driving all the way over here, and uh, thanks, Angela. Oh, for yeah. being Angela. Ah, no problem. <laughs> hey, cool. I'll see you guys tomorrow with uh, who is it? Who's going to be here? Flawed and Mo. Flawed and Mo. Bye. Flawed.